0: Hey everybody, this is, um, we're going to go straight into, uh, these mics are here, I have an idea, <laughs> um, we're going to go straight into these, um, into Afterglow and have a chat about the talk if you want to, and um, we're starting to post these, they're already up on, we're, our services aren't up on
1: Spotify. Spotify, but yeah, if, I don't know why,
0: man. I, I, but there are afterglows are up on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you want to hear an afterglow, go to Spotify. Um, yeah, or iTunes
1: or um, or iTunes or yeah. I mean, if we can, like I told you, we can talk about this later. But like I told you, if we can switch over to that other host site. We'll I, I contacted my guy. Did you. Okay. And I'm just waiting to hear back from him because I need actually need an
0: address for the car. I figured the car out, but now I realize Uh-oh. I don't remember what the address, what the address is to it. the
1: car. Got it. So I'm waiting on that.
2: Nathan, can you pass the hat? Yeah. Jay, uh, Jay calls
3: me. Caleb. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Jay, absolutely fantastic. I think. Um, I think In this day and age, the popularity of the horror shows indicates more people believe in haunting than in God. And so, when you bring uh, this—the Holy Ghost—or much better than that, the specter concept—that is more believable. That because God has been so institutionalized. I mean, we've talked about this before. Nowhere in the scriptures does it say build a multi-million dollar building and get a multi-million dollar organ and (laughs) choirs and brass bands and and thousand dollar shows. Uh, None of that is in the scripture.
0: Right.
3: And so for us to continue to enable more haunting and less bullshit Yeah. You know, um, yeah. The, the ironic things that that bring about growth. And I grow more when in pain than when I'm absolutely comfortable. Yeah. I, yeah I, I. don't I, like that part. Yeah. Um, so I, I really, the concept. I'm really thankful you brought this talk. I don't want to call it a sermon. Yeah. You know, because um, it is in doubt that I gain belief. Um, so, thank you for, for bringing this up.
0: You're welcome. Thanks for better to I like it.
2: Well, lately I've I mean I've defined the sacred in many different ways and defined God his attributes in many different ways but lately I've added uncontrollable that the sacred is what we can't control it's almost an invasion yeah and um, and so I think we're all very hungry and that's part of that that calling or that haunting is that longing for for something other than what we see in this world. But I for me the, the big solace is that we can hold on to the idea or the fact that he's not far from
0: us. Yeah.
2: He's beside us and he he chooses to be beside us and I actually this um, these next three weeks but I actually these next three weeks I'm going to be impartial yeah and um, which is basically if you don't know what it is it's like an outpatient mental health program and I if you had told me that a month ago I would have not but, right yeah but I think that it's where I need to be and so I see it as an invasion of God in my life to give me what I do. guess the amazing part of it all is that my boss couldn't be more supportive
0: oh that's awesome
2: and he said to me he said to me you know you've got to take care of your needs because the purpose of life is not work the purpose of life and this is my boss but the purpose of life is to have fun and you're not having it
0: yeah.
1: I remember, uh, Caputo did a, a talk at Wake a few years ago about um, I don't. I think it was just about uh, I think it was titled something. It was a very Caputo title, like <laughs> something, something the unconditional, right? You know, and I remember he just had a line in there: God doesn't. Exist, God insists, which I, I think he likes that phrasing a lot. He likes that phrasing a lot. Yeah, he uses, like, you can fill in the blank.
0: I have a friend who's a theologian who just is insanely jerk crazy by that.
1: Uh,
2: yeah.
0: He's
1: said, like, What does that even mean? <laughs> it's almost like a
2: trademark phrase. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. It's this catchphrase. Yeah. The whole the, the crowd applauds every time he says it. Yeah. Blank doesn't exist, it insists. But, I mean, I, 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 I really, at first that kind of scared me. When I heard that, because I was still semi evangelical, kind of still stepping out of that, and I heard that, and I was like, "What? you saying God? Like, I love this guy and his teachings, but like, he's saying God doesn't exist? Right. But it's like, as far as something tangible, you know, it, it that's not it doesn't exist in the way that you exist, where I can hug you and talk to you and text you, you know, and see you physically. Uh, But I I, I mean, I think it's a powerful concept. Even saying, like, like you said, I think you kind of alluded to this in your talk. Like, justice doesn't exist; it insists. Love doesn't exist; it insists. You know, it's a it's a concept. I think that Pete also uh, he gave a a talk at Revolution in New York one time where he he called God um, virtual. He Said that it's it's a it's a con and love virtual. It's a concept that is sustained. By the people who support it or who believe in it, quote unquote, you know. So it's like it, it insists in that it is essential, but it doesn't exist in a physically manifested form, I guess. And the whole idea of haunting is just powerful, man. Like, like how Caputo expressed it in, in what you read, and how you expressed it. Like, we can't get away from this for whatever reason. Maybe you know, not for some, maybe not for some divine spiritual reason, but you know, maybe it is to an extent uh, brainwashing adjacent
3: yeah you know
1: maybe it is but like at the same time this is the hand we're dealt so so let's roll with it baby let's try to love each other I guess yeah it's
0: really
1: interesting yeah I uh,
0: I think what I got out of it is especially being awake was just seeing the different avenues that people are using to either heal people or want to see society change help other people you know by by you know getting rid of uh, structural uh, mm. traditions and government or, or helping people through psychoanalysis or you know just different ways I and mean, they kept talking about conversion there's a conversion that happens but not Jesus conversion is not what we're talking about here but we're talking about still there's a change that happens in Metamorphosis Um, Redemption Redemption yeah so pretty interesting it's pretty I mean it's stretching me a little bit it's got me a little bit tired my mind is like (laughs) these books are like I wish they were easy to read like Brian McLaren Where's my phlo- Brian McLaren philosopher? That's what I mean. That's what Pete's like. That's like Caputo. Me and I'm like, dude,
3: <laughs>
0: you guys are hard to read. I want the Idiot's Guide to Radical Theology. <laughs> yeah. I'm pushing him to do it, like our Pyro Theology, yeah. you know, like with the cartoons and stuff. We've got to do this version be so much easier for some of us that would defeat the purpose I don't
1: know for me it would make it well for you I gotta uh, preach it Pete can't give you a straight answer on anything though yeah I gotta I gotta you can learn it from him and then you'll make the comic book version yeah yeah. simplify it simplify it a little
2: bit Jay don't you think that the Beatitudes are about those things that haunt us
0: yeah I do I think love is and
2: the attitudes. Mm-hmm. Blessed yeah. are those poor. Blessed are those. Younger. I just blessed. I mean, I blessed are those who mourn. I mean, those are the things that make us know that we need.
4: I thought it was interesting uh, you mentioning that Jesus said that uh, an advocate's coming and that he's got more to say that I haven't said yet. I guess I always just thought that Jesus was a bit more uh, final in his proclamation. It's like, this is the way it is. <laughs> uh, follow it this way for thousands of years now. But uh, I guess he himself, at least in John, says there's more coming and you can't take it right now. Uh, but that just makes me wonder to myself, um, well, I guess it it puts the impetus on the individual reading that text. Like, where do I look for this advocate now? And what? Where is the venue? And there's so many, I think, a lot more options these days to figure out where to tune your ear to... This advocate figure, whether it's like something real or something that is a literary device to get you to yearn for something, it's like where where do you listen for that? And you know, there's still uh, people that think it's through the secession of hands of you know different priestly class throughout history that have gotten the message and the advocates working through some sort of hierarchical uh, system to give to give the truths of God that you couldn't hear before. But yeah, it gets a lot more messy when you just open things up and say, I could hear this, I could listen for the advocate anywhere. Yeah. Maybe there's a I don't know, a friend of mine talks about, like, the universe, that there's multiple verses in the scriptures, but there's also the one verse, which is just taking in everything that's out there and trying to let it speak to you. So, in some ways it comes down to orientation. More than a strict theology, it's like, how do you orient yourself (laughs) to being to try to hear the next message or the next thing that you've been uh, you haven't been able to hear it before but now you can because you're paying attention in a certain sort of way that you weren't before uh, but yeah it definitely sounds like a rough challenge to, to be put in but maybe that's just the human condition that we aren't going to be given the easy answers uh we got to sneak them out. And yeah, sometimes it's frustrating to find out, but I guess if we're all in the same boat together, none of us have the easy answers. At least we got company in the struggle. Yeah. With each other. Yeah. We can sit down
0: and go, this is what I'm being out I think that's a pile of crap, you know, or you can say, wow, that sounds amazing, you know, or whatever. I mean, it's interesting. It seems like the people who are
2: haunted, who are really hearing the call, I would say, which I think is part of that happening, end up being killed by the callers Yeah because they try to, they confront them, or they try to change the status quo. So it's costly to, to listen. Yeah. But I think if you don't, then you're not Yeah,
0: I mean, it was if you can't find something worth dying for, then you have not something worth living for. Yeah. <coughs> Take in. This is. Uh, yeah, building off Tillich, like, all this stuff, and then taking it to a further step. It's really weird. See theology transform, morph, evolve. That's what it does. And Now I'm just trying to figure out through my own
1: brokenness. Theology that is real and works yeah. pragmatic
0: theology yeah I mean a theology that my theology has kind of been torn down
2: a little bit yeah well God was broken too. yeah he said he's not I said He's not far That's
0: our well that was the whole Easter sermon that said you know why have you forsaken me take this cup from me and <laughs> Where are you? Yeah, you know the kind of thing is. Jesus said it.
3: Sometimes approaching those the last seven words of Christ, um, I've I've heard it implied that after he says, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" He then comes to another acceptance of yes, there is a God, and so he says, "Into my hands I commend my spirit." Yeah. My reading on that is. He said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And not having any sense that God is there, he says, into your hands I commend my spirit. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not a, he suddenly went back to his fundamentalist <laughs> leaning. He said, oh, yes, there is a God. Okay, I commend, you know, I, I give myself to you. I think he was saying it out of the pain and frustration. Okay, I... Yeah. myself to you whoever you are.
0: perhaps. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. What was that
2: line you said again about you killed the captain?
0: Uh it's from David Bazan, a song. Yeah, Called Stitches. Has killed the captain. But they can still hear his voice, a shadow on the water, a whisper in the wind. I like it a lot. Lately, my daughter's been asking a lot of questions about you. The next one. It's a great song. It's about him to say like I've lost my faith but I'm still kinda haunted by it and my daughter's asking me questions about it and I'm like do I what do I say? Yeah. Pretty interesting.
2: This is Michael.
0: Hello Michael. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Well I've had about twenty thousand diet cokes because I was very nervous at <laughs> my Mother's Day. Launch. <laughs> so I'm going to visit the facilities, but if you guys want to continue afterglow, great. If not, are we done? Sure. Sure. All right, everybody. Thanks for a wonderful afterglow and uh, say hello to each other before you take off. A post Christian production.